Have you ever been in a relationship that was perhaps a lot of fun, but also felt really rocky? Maybe the connection was great, but somehow you just couldn't get totally in sync. One day things might be awesome, but the next everything was off kilter. This is Thirsty the Podcast, Rowdy Ryan. So today is a little bit different. We're going to tell a story about a relationship, actually. Most of the time we tell funny stories about a date we went on or someone we maybe went out twice, (laughs) maybe, Um, you know, and and we'll tell that story because we'll have some funny something to talk about and lessons we learned. But today we're actually going to talk about a relationship um, that I went through earlier this year. And this is someone named Ryan. We call him Rowdy Ryan because it was a very funny, very funny situation. Um, I matched with Ryan pretty much immediately after my first post-marriage relationship breakup. I had been in one other relationship. Um, I had been dating someone who was great, um, but it was long distance. He did not have kids. It had become a sticking point. It really, we had been dating for five months and it was like, I think we're... I think we might be at the end, you know, and and I didn't want to date someone that lived five hours away. He didn't really want to do that either. So we had broken up, you know, and so I did, I was doing some reflecting and I thought maybe I would try dating someone who was a parent because maybe they would understand my life a little better. Maybe I would try to date someone that had been through a divorce, had kids, and, and maybe that would be a better match for me. I was also starting to feel a shift in myself. At that point, I'd been out of my marriage like nine months or so, and I was starting to feel that I was looking for different things, and I felt like, you know, I call it dating like a regular person, like I'm not necessarily looking for attention all the the time, not looking for validation. I'm looking to really connect to someone in a meaningful way. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of where you can, you see things transition because you first start dating and you're just all over the place, and after you have some good experience and you kind of have a better sense of what you're looking for and you really just become more dateable for sure. Yeah. And I was ready to like actually get to know someone and have them get to know me and for it not to be all fun and games and all that. So I I was really ready to do that. I was ready to start have feelings again. Um, And so I was looking for something different at this point. It was really important to me to find someone who wasn't going to push me away, who wasn't going to be afraid of bringing their whole self. I wanted to be able to bring my whole self. And I wanted someone who could see all of me, you know, that would be, have no issues with the fact that I was a mom and could also see the other parts of me um, that exist, you know. And so I thought maybe someone who was also a parent would be able to do that a little bit better. And they'd understand what I was going through in the divorce department. So I just want to try it out. So I was talking to zero people. It had, this breakup had just happened, and I matched with Ryan. And we started really slow. We spent a few weeks just getting to know each other. Again, this was during lockdown, which, you know, was so hard. But Lockdown dating. Yes. So that meant um, we did a few Zoom dates. We did like two or three of them where we just have drinks and hang out on Zoom and get to know each other. Um, and that was great. You know, it was clear that we were pretty immediate friends. We had some things in common. We both had creative backgrounds. We were both very active. We were both generally inappropriate people um, that hit it off right away um, and had an easy demeanor. So we had a lot of common. We were compatible in a lot of ways. I was like, okay, well, I'll try this. You know, we were both thick-skinned, a little socially awkward, and definitely pretty goofy. Um, And for me at that point, I really did not want to get into a dead-end situation. I didn't want to date anybody that was super closed off or uncomfortable opening up. You know, and at that point, he was asking the same things I wanted to know about him, i.e., was I dating or talking to a lot of people? 
um, we talked about like, are you ready to date? Are you ready to connect to someone else? All of those things. Um, so I thought, okay, this this seems okay. Um, I remember when you guys first started talking, I remember when you had your first Zoom date with him and you were really excited about him because it did seem like you had a lot in common and that he was really, you know, approachable and friendly and similar background. So, you know, it, it seemed really, really good going in that it was a good fit for you. Yeah. Um, I was really excited about the creative background stuff because for me, I love making things. I love all of those things. Like it's a real passion for me. So it was nice to have someone else that also enjoys that stuff. We finally actually went on a couple dates. Uh, so we actually met in person again during COVID. Uh, so we only actually went on a date outside of a house one time. We went out to dinner at a restaurant <laughs> one time. I dated this person for four months. We went on an actual date once. We talked about making dinner for each other. We talked about mojitos. We talked about all this stuff. None of those things ever happened. <laughs> Um, none of those. We talked about like all kinds of things and then it just didn't happen. But we, we did go to dinner at a restaurant once. Um, but we started going on dates, actual dates, um, again, during lockdown. So it was at each other's houses. We'd order in dinner, hang out. Again, it is a wonder I did not get axe murdered with these home date things that people did during lockdown. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but it worked out. He was not an axe murderer and neither am I. So we're both still alive. It definitely impacts the pace of things, too. Like, I think we both experienced this during when there were limited options of what you could do because of lockdown and because of cold weather where outside dates just weren't possible or were pretty miserable. Could If you like somebody, it could also make things go a little bit faster or different than they might have during normal times because it's very familiar to be hanging out at someone else's house versus like getting ready to go to a restaurant or going out for an activity. Um, being home is just – it's a different feel to it. Yeah, it was very different. It becomes very familiar very fast. Um, and I remember a lot of our conversations. Like he was sending me really sweet texts like, hey, I was just thinking about you today. Um, we talked about what we were looking for in relationships, all of those things. But then things started to turn. You know, about six weeks in, we actually had a conversation about dating other people. And that's when things, they kind of turn left, you know. And I think coming off a divorce, what you want and what you need, like you're figuring it out. So sometimes you think you know, and then it just changes. And it mm-hmm. felt like that's what happened, <laughs> honestly. Um, because we were seeing each other regularly. We were talking every day. We were both going on dates with other people at that point, but we'd been, you know, it'd been like six weeks. Let's like check in about this. And so we talked about it and we agreed, let's just both keep seeing other people. Um, Where was he at? Where was he at in his divorce process? Was he at the similar pace as you or different stage? No, well, he was a year ahead of me. So he was about to be final. And he actually, the thing that was a little nag in the back of my mind is right after he left his marriage, he had a girlfriend for almost a year and they had broken up the same time I had broken with the person I'd been dating. Mm-hmm. So he had never been out on his own. I was like, are you really okay yeah. with that? You know, like, and he said he was, but, and then at that point, at the six week point, he was like, actually, <laughs> actually, um, I want to, I'm in this mode. I want to meet women. I want to get out there. It's not about you. This is just about like what I'm, I need to do at this point. And I get it. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. He's not wrong. Like we both had been, I'd been with someone for 11 years straight, someone else three years before that he'd been with this person, you know, he'd been monogamous for a very long time too. And it's like, it just seems like not a good idea to be jumping into things. Mm-hmm. 100% correct. Um, 
But it just was a little wonky because, like, obviously what was between the two of us was a real thing, but neither of us were really in a place where we were ready for a real thing. Mm -hmm. So it just was a little – it was just a little wonky. It was just a little off kilter. Um, So anyway, the things he was saying to me, it just took a little turn, you know. Um, You know, and it started for me, started to feel a little bit confusing, you know, because, like, things that I – I was hearing from him where I'm not ready to be in a relationship. Um, But then he would also say things like, I'm not good at casual dating. I turned off my apps. And then he would also say things like, you should sleep with other people. You should go on dates with other people, you know? And so it just felt really confusing. I felt really confused. And I felt alternately pulled in and pushed away. And it just, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. Even though I really liked this person, we had a lot of fun. We were very honest and candid with each other. Um, I totally trusted him and I think he totally trusted me and we did like each other, mm-hmm. but it just was like, it, it was just not all the way in sync for sure. Yeah. And with dating right now, somebody saying I'm turning off my apps basically means we're exclusive. I mean, that's a significant move. I know. Like it was, it just, it was confusing to me because he would say things like that, but you know, and it was just like, well, which is it? You know, and like there was a certain point where I wasn't sure if he could keep us all straight. I don't think he was dating a million people by any means, (laughs) but I'm sure he was talking to other people. He was going on dates as was I. But Mm -hmm. there were just times where I was like, I don't. Are you keeping us straight here? Because you're saying some things that I'm not sure you meant to say to me, Um, which was just kind of funny. Okay, so the longer that Ryan and I dated it just started to get weirder and weirder and weirder because I was going, you know, there was a point where like, I can't even tell you how many times Ryan and I had, I'm not going to say gone out because it was gone out meant go to each other's houses. (laughs) How many, (laughs) you know, I couldn't even tell you how many times we had hung out. You know, I I had no idea, but then I was going on first dates with these men who thought I was 100% available. You know, so I had this person where I was like deep in there, you know, like they thought I was all the way available and, and able to date them and be interested in them. But it, it just was wonky. It was like having a boyfriend that wasn't my boyfriend while dating other people. And he was dating other people. And we were telling each other we like each other, but also go date other people. Yeah, I that's tough. It, it was just weird. It was not working. And he and I both knew that. Like we knew that. But we kept going with it because we liked each other, even though I think we both knew this was not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're both smart. We both knew. You know, and we actually broke up a couple times. In four months, we broke up more than once. I remember. Um, I broke up with him <laughs> early on. This was a funny day. I broke up with him early on because, like, he had changed. He had started just being not as engaged. I knew he was focusing on other people that, you know, so I was like, well, you know, what are we doing? And there's just this shift. And suddenly, you know, he went from being all in to just not really in it, you know, and I was just kind of hanging around, which I didn't like. It felt like he was going on a lot of dates, couldn't keep us all straight. And it just started to be not so fun for me. Like, I want someone to pursue me. I want to pursue them. Like, that's what makes it fun. And it was just feeling weird. So I was just like, you know what? I get I get where you're at. I get it. I really do. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's not, this isn't for me. I'm past this. I've been doing this for the last nine months. I don't, I can stand still now. I don't need to do that. So let's just not. You need to do this and there's nothing wrong with that. You should be able to do that. But this is not. I need someone that wants to pursue me. And he was super nice about it. We had very amicable initial breakup. But then over the course of the day, I remember I was texting with you, Laura. I was like, well, we undid the breakup. Uh, yeah. So it got just very funny. You know, and in retrospect, we should have 
stayed broken up. But the truth was we did like each other. Our timing was just terrible. It was terrible. And we just kept going. And everything was great for the next two weeks. You know, he heard me when I said, I need you to pursue me. If you want to be here, I need to know you want to be here. Um, and he heard that and he did it. And it was fun. We had a great time. We were connecting. But then he scheduled a vacation with some friends. And his divorce had just gotten final. And I just knew in my heart, like in my soul, I just knew it was going to fall apart at that point, you know, and I was right. Like that's just vacations are when things fall apart. Um, And it was becoming just so clear that while we were super honest and candid with each other, like I don't think either of us was like steady. Like we're adults. I think we're both good, good people, but we're we're figuring a lot of things out in the relationship department. He was clearly still up and down and over the all over the place. And that's why I didn't know how he felt. That's why I was confused. Um, he didn't know. And I was in my own transitional point. So it was just not a good fit. He thought he was being clear with me. But from my perspective, it was a lot of mixed messages. So the vacation is when we had a coconut tree situation <laughs> called a coconut tree. Mm-hmm, I remember. So <laughs> up to this point, I just want to be clear. We were allowed to sleep with other people. We were not exclusive. We were not committed to each other. In theory, it was okay. However, neither of us had at this point. But as you can guess, he went on vacation for like a week and he slept with a rando, which I don't even know how you do that. I've never successfully slept with someone on vacation, but clearly he went on a mission. He's very attractive and very like social. So I'm sure he figured it out. But I was like, what? Well, I would like to... Say that you were worried about that happening and I didn't think it would happen or other friend on our chat didn't think it would happen. Probably also because none of us would really go on vacation and sleep with some random person. Um, If you do that, that's fine. It's not really my thing. Or again, I don't know how I would make that happen anyway. But we did not think that was going to happen. We're like, he's just having fun with his friends. He's just went dark a little bit because he's on vacation. And you knew. And I was like, no, he's doing it. I knew, I knew, I knew. And of course, like, but I feel like I have to say this a million times. It's, he was not doing anything wrong. We were not exclusive. You want to sleep on a, with a coconut tree, you go sleep with a coconut tree. Okay. The issue was, it's not that he did anything wrong. It's that that week I realized, oh, I think I have feelings for him, which I didn't know. I didn't, like, before that, I thought it was all fun and games and hilarity. And then he was gone for a week. And that was the first time I hadn't talked to him for, like, five days straight. And I was like, A, he's 100% sleeping with a rando. And B, oh, no, I have feelings for him and I miss him. This is a very bad combination. And I just knew it. I just knew it. And I remember both of y'all were like, no way. He would never do that. I don't think so. And then I told y'all that he did. We're all shocked. Um, Because again, we were, we had a very honest relationship. We told each other stuff. Like I even, to be honest, we overshared. I think we overshared with each other a lot. I would tell him sometimes about dates I was going on, which why did I do that? He would tell me sometimes about dates he went on. Like we were just too, no, 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 no. If you're not going to be committed with someone. Yeah, because you can't get real when you're doing that. No. Like, you can't be real with someone when you're talking about other dates you're going on because it just, in the back of your head, you're always going to feel weird or insecure about it. Even though your rules were that you could do that, it doesn't make you feel secure with that person if you're hearing about whatever date they're planning that doesn't feel nice. No. Um, he and I are both, as individuals, very inappropriate. And so together, we were off the chain inappropriate. We used to say we're the worst, be like, you're the worst, I'm the worst. And together we are definitely the worst. And we were the worst about that. Like we were just very uh, 
too honest about that stuff. I call it oversharing. So anyway, he slept with someone else. Uh, so what, all that to say, he came back and I asked him because I just had this feeling that he did. I said, so did you sleep with a coconut tree? And he was like, I did. <laughs> and then I told you, you and our other friend about it. And y'all were both like, I don't know what to say. I mean, I was not surprised, but y'all were. Um, so that was a little bit of a turning point. Kind of had to talk about it. I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. But I'm realizing I'm kind of like sad you did that. Didn't do anything wrong. But I'm realizing I have feelings. And of course, that's like the worst news possible for someone who doesn't want to be in a relationship, you know, with someone. And then it also at that time, I had a medical issue and I needed some support a little bit. Like we just clearly were crossing over into, even though we were trying to not be in a relationship, we just are. And we actually talked about it. And I was like, I know this is like, though we were on the phone. I know this is the worst news possible. But I have feelings for you. I miss you and I don't talk to you. And I know we want to be in the shallow end, but that's just not where we're at anymore. It's been several months. We talk every day. I don't know how many times we've hung out together. There's clearly something real between us. I'm sorry. It's, this is like a thing. <laughs> so that was just terrible news. It's hard to stay in the shallow end after three or four months of pretty consistently dating somebody. Um Yeah. I mean, people have feelings because you also have feelings. You're spending time with that person. So you can't just avoid having some sort of feeling or attraction or connection or attachment. So that's like kind of a normal progression. Yeah. I mean, and I think, you know, after divorce, I think a lot of people are really selfish for a long time, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I really don't. Well, prioritizing yourself versus selfish, like, there's some nuance there. But mm-hmm. I was just starting to be done with that. Like, like I said, like, I was starting to shift. I was just really shifting on the inside. You know, and I realized I was starting to be capable of caring about someone else, of putting their – like, thinking about their feelings. Like, if I took an action, thinking about how it would impact them, if, you know, being happy for them or sad for them, which I was thrilled, you know, because I wasn't able to do that for a long time. So I was glad to feel that part of me waking up again. But it was very clear Ryan was not there yet at all, um, which is okay. We're all on our own journey and on our own path, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we were on two different pages there. There were a lot of times that he said he was totally fine, but I mean, I don't know. We're all working through stuff. We were clearly like not totally in sync there. You know, there were a lot of times I just felt like I didn't know how to reach him. Like the walls were so thick. We had so much fun together and we would have moments of having real conversations. But as soon as it like was going to that real place, you know, red alarms went off and we had to turn left. You know, Um, the walls were just so, so thick. I wasn't good at communicating how I was feeling. He definitely was not wanting to do that either. And I think he would agree. Like, he was uncomfortable in any situation that required expectations of him. He just wasn't in that place. Whereas I was starting to be all right with that. So one day, during the coconut tree time, quickly thereafter, he decided to break up with me, which I saw coming. We talked, you know, while we were having the breakup conversation, we talked about actually like, no, actually, I just freaked out. Let, let's let's keep going. But, and I'm kind of proud of myself for this, you know, I, I told him I really care about you and obviously there's something real here, but I don't think we can date because I can't date somebody where I'm not allowed to care about you or have feelings for you, you know, and for that other person to not be capable of thinking about me, you know, and prioritizing my feelings at times, you know, and that's just not the timings off Our timings off. You're not a bad person. I'm not a bad person, but we're hurting each other. 
You know, it's not good. I thrive on connection and being close and feeling safe. And as long as we have these huge walls up, that was just, we were never going to get there, despite how much we liked each other and had so much fun together and all that stuff. So we just, after that, we broke up and we did not talk at all for like six weeks. Six weeks after that. However, after that six weeks earlier, when we were dating, he and I were both taking some classes. He he was into comedy. I was into comedy. He was doing his own thing. But he encouraged me to sign up for a class I'd been thinking about, a comedy thing. And I know it sounds so dumb, but I did it. And it was a lot of fun. And we had like a stand-up showcase at the end, you know. I, and so I thought about it and I thought he'd want to see it because we had talked about it a lot when we were dating. So I just sent it to him. And I was a little... Because right away we fell into old patterns. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us had ulterior motives. It was just like, hi, it's nice to talk to you. And that was it. You know, we had a good conversation. He apologized for some of the things that happened when we were dating. Uh, we made peace. We moved on. Except in like less than 48 hours, it became clear that neither of us were over it all the way. <laughs> um, we fell right back into the old patterns. And um, I, I really don't think either of us had any intentions at the beginning or any ulterior moves. I really don't. We just naturally snapped right back into it as two people that were into each other, but also are still not healthy. Like it only been six weeks. So cut to maybe three weeks later, he ended up at my house in the middle of the night. And we can all guess what that means. Yeah. I remember the odds. Yeah. I remember I told you, Lord, you were like, no no but have fun you're like no 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 but also have fun (laughs) you do you (laughs) you knew it was a bad idea we all we all knew it was a bad idea he knew it was a bad idea i knew it was a bad idea nothing good was going to happen after that no Mm -hmm. no we all knew it um and the next day of course we had an argument about it we agreed we should talk about it um and then never did and I think for me, that was hard because it felt like he showed up for a particular thing and then mm-hmm. the wall went up, you know, which I mean, again, he's not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. We're just different. We're different. You know, it just made me really sad. That whole thing it made me really, really sad because it's like, wow, we are just not in the same page. Um, we tried being friends, but we aren't just friends, you know, like that's just not who we are. It felt weird. It felt awkward. I felt like we were pretending, which I'm terrible at. Like, I think anyone who knows me knows that, like, everything I think and feel is always out there. And I just, I can't pretend like that. I don't want to pretend and I'm just not capable of it. So one day, you know, we tried that for like a month. I just told him we need to not talk anymore. I was really sad about it. I was probably more sad than he was, you know, because we're just different. But um, we were just getting mad at each other and frustrated and pushing each other away. And it was this weird space of two people who are definitely more than friends trying to be friends. And it just wasn't working. Like the connection was still there. And it was really sad, honestly. Like it was. I was really sad about it. It just felt like I lost someone who had become a friend I really did care about. But sometimes things just go that way, you know, and it was what it was. So that's my story of Rowdy Ryan. It was a time. It's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I was there on the sidelines for all of this one. And you guys definitely had a a whole lot of ups and downs where I understood why you still wanted to maintain that connection. But you could also see the way that he was kind of pulling away and making choices that probably weren't the kindest to you because he wasn't in a place where he could really deal with his stuff. Um, Was really tough to watch play out. Um, 
since you've had some time to think about it, like what would you have done differently, you know, if you were back in that situation again or redoing that situation? Well, it's funny because I don't feel like, like I don't like to like rewrite history, you know, it happened the way it happened. But I do think I'm in a much different place now than I was back when I met Ryan, you know, at the beginning of this year. Um, I don't really think I would have gotten into that situation at all. I can say right now I 100% refuse to because it's just not me. It's not me. Like, I want meaning. I want things that are genuine. I want to be able to stand still with someone and feel secure. Um, You know, I was in that place at that time, and now I'm in a different place. And back then I was figuring so much out. I didn't know what I needed. I didn't know what I wanted. I knew nothing. Um, You know, I started dating differently since about April of this year. Um, that was right when Ryan broke up with me. And now I date like one person at a time, one person at a time. And it is so, so much better for me. Um, even if I'm not in a relationship with that person, I don't know. I'm giving it a chance. Like, I don't see how you can, if you're, if there are a million other people in the picture, like how can you have anything real with anyone? So I just don't think that would have happened now, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't see you like after the first breakup, now you would have been done. Like, I, th- I think it's also that experience to understand when something has played itself out, what you need best for yourself and not putting yourself back into a situation that isn't so good for you, because that wasn't the best situation for I think either one of you. And sometimes it can be really hard to call quits on something that you want to believe in. And I think experience gives you that chance to, to know to know when to stop and move on. So, I mean, it wasn't really good for him either. Like, it wasn't good for me, but I'm not going to say it was good for him either because he needed to be out there, you know, doing whatever he needed to do and having someone in your life where it's like, oh, this is like a real thing. It That's not going to allow you to do that, you know, because you're going to hurt that person. And he is a good person. He didn't want to hurt me and I didn't want to hurt him, but we were. No, absolutely. That's what we were doing. So uh, that's why we needed to break up. And we did. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, and we also, you know, have the big topic of like trauma after divorce and how that impacts our relationships. And do you think that came into play with Ryan? Yeah. I mean, at that time, I think I'm so much better now, but back then I was super insecure. Like I was back there needing a lot of attention and validation. And honestly, he did too. We both needed it a lot. And so I think we were easily distracted by superficial things. I think we both over-indexed on getting what we didn't get in prior relationships to the point that it wasn't fair or even realistic. Like, you know, it, it just, it, we both had felt taken advantage of before, but neither of us, neither of us did that to each other. So it's almost like we were taking out the the sins of the past on each other. You know, we were really too hard on each other, I think. Um, you know, we both have big personalities. We are usually very inappropriate, very goofy, but then we also have tempers. Both of us have tempers. So when we had a fight, it wasn't pretty. And I think a lot of it came from that, like being in this insecure, needing attention, dealing with some trauma after some difficult relationships. Yeah, there definitely were a lot of big feelings happening there for sure. And being at transitional points makes it a lot harder to figure out what you want. Or like you said, there was absolutely nothing wrong with him wanting to date other people or multiple people if that's where he was at, because I think... Everybody wants to feel like they've had those experiences yeah. or whatever is going to make them feel secure to move into a more serious relationship. But timing is timing and you can't control when you meet somebody. I and mean, we talk about that a lot too. Like 
different people are going through different things. And when you happen to match and meet might not be the best time for you to date as it could be six months from now. And you just can't control how that plays out. Yeah. I think timing is such a funny subject because on the one hand, timing is everything. Like there are definitely parts when I met people and like I wasn't even there, you know, because the timing, I wasn't ready at all to connect in a real way. But then there's also the other side of if you're really into someone and it's a bad time, you figure it out. So I think it can be both sides. Like sometimes the timing is wrong and sometimes, you know, it just wasn't the right fit and it was a weird in between. For both of you, I mean, there was a lot of good and there was a lot that didn't feel so good. So kind of what were the pros and cons for the two of you? Like if you take a step back and look at it, because clearly there were reasons that you were giving it a chance and clearly there were reasons it wasn't working. So every time I date anyone, I always think about like, okay, what was good? What was bad? What do I want to do differently? next time um I think I thought a lot about how I want to feel in a relationship um and we had a lot of like pros and cons you know like I think on the pro side we had so much fun like I I I tend to have you know we, we just like we're instant friends and so we had a ton of fun like immediately I felt like I could be my total honest self like he was not weirded out that I was a mom you know <laughs> which that had always been a pain point um, he didn't judge me for the parts that are about me that are not that great. I mean, I'm very difficult to date. Like anyone who's gone out with me for more than two dates knows this. Like I am whoa difficult. Um, he is also <laughs> difficult to date. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, like we were very similar people. So that's probably why we had epic fights at times. But, you know, so, but to that degree, I feel like we could both be ourselves to a large degree. And I think we gave each other a lot of grace because we both knew that each other were handfuls and that we were working through some stuff. So I appreciated that. On the con side, it is my number one most important thing that I want to be in a loving relationship. I want it to be fun and loving. I don't want my date to be telling me about dates they went on or telling me to go out with someone else. I want to feel wanted. And I don't want to wonder about that. You know, I don't want to wonder how they feel about me. I want to feel secure in that. You know, and I've learned I really need someone that wants to make me feel secure and loved. I'm very passionate. I have huge emotions. I have big feelings. I want to be able to express that. And I want them to be able that I want them to want that and for them to be able to express it back. You know, and that was just something that was kind of not allowed in our situation. Yeah. No, that always made me nervous for you that we shared who we're going out on dates with. You were like, what? And I was like, how are you doing this? How do you do this? I couldn't do that. That would hurt me. Like, you know, that you have to. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, he doesn't care. Good has to be really good for you to do the other side of that because that's tough. I remember one time you were like, why do y'all talk about that? And I was like, oh, he doesn't care. And then you're like, well, maybe. Maybe y'all should care about that. This is weird. This is so weird. Well, you know what's funny? Like, um, you know, I've so super slowed down dating. Like since April, I've really only dated like four guys, one at a time. And I remember one person I went out with and I was I was into him. We didn't go out for too long, maybe like six weeks total. But uh, there was one point where we were talking and I think I mentioned something about like, oh, yeah, I'm probably going to go on another date. And he was like, what? And I mentioned it to one of my other friends, and they were like, why did you say that? And I was like, well, Ryan didn't care. And they were like, Ryan is weird. (laughs) Most people don't like that. So stop. That's an overshare. Ryan was okay with it, but most people aren't. So just don't. Stop. I was like, you're right. Um, I'm the worst. I really am the worst. If your date is sitting there talking about other people they're dating, your date's not into you. Like, that's usually the general rule there. So... 
Yeah, I mean, and that's my takeaway. Like, we were friends. We were buds. We had a lot of fun. Um, timing was super bad. You know, and I at a certain point, I think now that I've had some time to reflect, I think sometimes things just don't work. And you don't have to be able to figure out exactly why, but you just have to walk away. And so that's what we kind of had to do, you know, because I think if we were ready for each other, it would have gone differently. But we weren't. Or we weren't right for each other. Both. Yeah. Would you reopen would you reopen that door for friendship now? Like, do you think, because I know that you do stay friends with some people that you've dated, but this one's a little bit different. Ryan's a little bit different from. Well, I mean, we had a dysfunctional, like, I, I feel like if you have some dysfunction in dating, you're probably not going to be able to have a healthy friendship either. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, I really do feel like people come in and out of your life the way they're supposed to. I know we had a lot of fun for the time that we were in each other's lives. We're both good people. We're carving out a second chapter. And it can just be a rough journey once in a while. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know we tried it and it kind of got really not so great for both of us. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I think there's something, too, for that first person you connect with after your divorce, too. And I think he was your first, like, real, real connection. That's hard to let that go. And I think it's also hard to bring that back into your life and not feel that tug a little bit at kind of what that felt like, because that felt really good when it felt really good for the probably the first time in a while that it, it's hard to to welcome that back in and not and have it feel like a normal friendship. Yeah, but we tried. I feel like we did try. Um, and, you know, it's just how things go sometimes. That's okay. I learned a lot. I feel like I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. So that's all those are all good things. I don't think I have anything else to say about it. It made me sad, but, you know, it, it is what it was. You know, I think everyone has to go through it. I think it was a good progression, you know, as I'm healing from divorce. But I think I learned a lot. I think I a lot of things that I know what I will and will not agree to. And now I know. No coconut tree situations. I don't want to do that anymore. That was not good. <laughs> Lesson of the hour, no coconut tree situations allowed in any of Heather's future relationships. No, no, not after we've been dating for two months or whatever. Like, that's just, <laughs> let's just not. Let's just not. All right. Well, I guess I want to find a way to end this on a positive note, though. I think there are a lot of positives here. Again, you went through kind of your first real connection post-divorce. You learned a lot. You learned how to set better boundaries. You learned how to work through a relationship in a way that feels positive for you. And those are really big lessons to learn. And I think, uh, they, again, so much came out of this time with Ryan. And that chapter has closed and kind of brought you to a new chapter where you're dating in a much more positive way. So I think there are a lot of great takeaways from, from Rowdy Ryan. Yeah, he was rowdy. Very rowdy. <laughs> all right, everyone. Um, I guess we will talk to you all later. I hope you have a good week. Bye. Still thirsty? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and thirstythepodcast.com. Say hi, send a note, share a story with us. Because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.